0: Broadcasting live, good evening and happy Independence Day. Yeah, happy should be Independence Day. This is the day that John Adams declared that it should have been the Independence Day for our nation. But thus, the celebrations took place on July 4th. So I'm bringing you a little bit of entertainment tonight. Thanks for stopping by and welcome. You are listening to your favorite blockhead. The only podcast in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip. One minute and then be talking about MMA and Warriors Inside the Octagon the next. I started to lose my breath on that little introduction promo I've been doing for a while. Thank you guys for stopping in. I am your host. My name is Brian Little. I am an avid Peanuts fan. I am an avid MMA fan. And somehow I take these little stories, these little thoughts and segue them together into a podcast that you can enjoy on your drive home or when you're hitting the gym or if you're relaxing at the house or if you just need something to take your mind off of the daily grind. This is your chance to come in and get your emotional outlet from yours truly and I'm glad to do that for you guys. Thanks once again for stopping by this evening. I want to start off by talking a little bit about thrift books. Thrift Books is the world's largest online retailer of used books with more than $7 in stock. Guys, I've spent a lot of time in the library. I've been building up my library, and most of the time it's a thriftier idea to be using used books. And Thrift Books offers the lowest prices around with free shipping available on your order if it's over $10 in the United States. Here's how it works. You sign up for a free account through my affiliate link in this podcast, and you can enjoy 15% off of your first order. Just enter the coupon code when you get to checkout. Use the coupon code 15OFFNEW. That's one number, one five, all uppercase, O-F-F-N-E-W. You use that in the coupon box when you check out. Then you click the Apply button. This offer has to be redeemed in 14 days and this discount does, applies to all books except for if they happen to be deal items or clearly marked like new books, gift cards, bundles. You get the idea. This is a site that gives you vintage, rare, and collectible books of all genres and categories. I've spent time looking through it and find old Peanuts Comics books that have been put together by Charles Schultz or autobiographies of his. I've been looking through and i am found classic Calvin and Hobbes books a whole Watterson collection is in thrift books I've found plenty of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe uh, things from my childhood it's been a lot of fun to go through thrift books and for my teacher friends this is another little teacher discount I'm going to throw in there for you if you're a teacher and you want to get you some used books and do a bundle discount when you get to the checkout make sure you use this coupon code, code all one word APPLE you heard that right as an apple for the teacher. You put that in, you get your 15% discount. So enjoy looking through, seeing all the different genres, all the classics, fiction, literature, graphic novels, comics of all kinds. Enjoy looking through thrift books today. Now, I start that off, I really want to give a shout out to a couple of guys first before I get started here. But I'm going to have to go another direction first. Tonight's word is really going to be nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's very real. I didn't realize how real it was until I started reaching out to other friends, networking with other people that had similar interests to mine. And man, does the rabbit hole run deep. And I'm going to bring back to memory for a couple of... There's a couple of you on here that I just sent this podcast to through Messenger, and I did that on purpose. I figured out that I'm starting to get a little bit too pestering, I guess you could say, with sending these out... Uh, and letting other people listen to them. I was like, eh, maybe it's a good place to start in Messenger to say, hey, here's my podcast, take a listen. But I was like, man, I'm starting to feel like I'm becoming more of a nuisance than anything. I've got you in this one through Messenger for a reason. Because most of you will remember the place I'm talking about. In Red Oak, Texas, there was this little, small, off-to-the-side coffee shop Known as the Refuge Coffee House. That was a special time. Any of you that I sent this to, you know very well. You have your own memories. They might have been etched in the walls as there was plenty of graffiti if you went through there. All done in love, But still, you had your coffee. You had the sofas. You had the big screen TV. Perfect spot for a Super Bowl party or for New Year's Eve. You had the uh, tables you can go to and have your coffee. You had the um, pool table. You had the back area with the love seats. Sometimes had to be monitored a little bit closely. <laughs> and you had people who left their, in, uh, their engravings on the wall through Sharpie. Or they would leave their names, signatures. Oh, just, just a fun little spot for us to go to. But the best part for me was always the stage. Me and my best friend Jeremy shared that stage many times, including having our names out on the billboard. That was what was so special about that little coffee shop, is they were willing to display you as the venue, as you were the main attraction for the evening. My name was up there a couple of times. I'm sure Jeremy's was up there a couple of times. A lot of guys I enjoyed sharing the stage with. You guys might very well have been up there, and I'm I'm not sure who all was, but... I hope that that can be a sweet memory for you tonight. Just a quick shout out to the Refuge Coffee House, And that's the thing about it is that some of us are starting to get reunited and we're starting to talk about um, getting back into a jam session. And all of a sudden an old story came up about something that we were trying to um, construct that was called CIRCUIT. It was an acronym. CIRCUIT stood for Constructive Individualism and Realistic Collaboration Using Integral Teamwork. Yeah, that's a mouthful. And that came out of my mind randomly when I came back from the Navy. I was just like, well, you know, the whole idea was we artists need to be taking care of each other. We need to be helping each other out with venues. We need to be assisting. If you need another guitar player, then one of us has a skill that can be included in there. Maybe you just need a good jam session. And really, in a lot of ways, I know there was something that went wrong with that. And part of that, I totally blame myself for. Because I ended up leaving and coming back. And the first thing that's talked about amongst my old friends is the coffee house and the circuit group. Well, really, it's not like that group has to be, you know, be a phoenix rising out of Arizona. But nonetheless, the whole idea is we all need to kind of take care of each other. Podcasters, we're all starting to talk and we're all starting to share each other's content, share the platform together. That's what's happening with musicians, too. That was the whole idea of circuit was... We assist you in any way we can. We help promote you. We do some marketing. We, we uh, give you extra um, uh, assistance on stage if you need it. If you don't need it, then so be it. That's fine. But that was the whole idea. And then somewhere in there, I think my whole idea was... You, you notice that I have a podcast. I enjoy the radio talk aspect of things. And i had been watching too much of Metallica, Some Kind of Monster, which, you know, these guys are going through real... Um, actual therapeutic sessions with their coach that's been hired to come on um, but anyway that was, it was kind of like I was so intrigued by that because Metallica has to sit down and talk about their problems and discuss their and etch out their uh, their feelings and you know iron out their differences and air their grievances amongst each other and sometimes that, if you don't get it out in the open and talk about it nothing gets solved and I think maybe I took that to an oomph degree when a lot of the guys really just wanted to jam Sometimes you got to sit back and think about well, what, are, what are their needs. But if circuit gets recon, uh, revamped, then so be it. If the voltage is still there, great. If it needs to be handed off, then I don't mind handing that off to somebody either. Either way, your favorite blockhead would be glad to support that group. Favorite blockhead has very, very fond memories of the Refuge coffee house. Some of the best times I had was being up, on my, up there on stage with my best friend, just sitting back after I'd done my session. And just crossing my legs and just jamming along with him. We didn't plan anything. They were completely from the hip. That means that whatever happened, whether it was a great moment with the guitars, whether it was a moment of what are they doing? Because you know sometimes you just have those sour notes that you had, and we didn't care. We just let it go. We let it loose. We were just um, artists for the night. We were just we were just taking a, a blank canvas and just painting. That's what me and Jeremy were doing. And Minister of Sound, I'm willing to join you on that stage again anytime, anywhere you can find one. You let me know when you find a venue and then <laughs> can talk, man. Either way, um, that's why I shared a list one with a lot of you is about just to look down memory. Maybe you have your memories about the Refuge Coffee House. Leave me a comment here. It's through the podcast, through Facebook, on my Instagram. Anywhere that you would like to put up your thoughts about the Refuge, I'd love to hear them. Second thing, I have to give a big shout-out. Once again, I've done this before. And I'm going to leave that link in the description of the podcast, too. I love that the fans of Power Podcast have talked about a book from my childhood that meant more to me than most people realize. That was a very special, special book. The Power of the Evil Horde. story of He-Man and Skeletor versus Hordak. You go from Eternia to Etheria. There's all kinds of different stories intertwined in that. And I'm not going to go through every aspect of it, but I'm going to hit on one point that they made. Actually, before I get to that, I'm going to just say that if you're wondering what it is, go on YouTube and you can listen to The Power of the Evil Horde. You'll find it. These guys did a great um, job describing the background and talking about the artwork and about the voiceovers, uh, all the filmation voices that were there in this um Particular art, um, draw. Uh, this particular audio cassette and the drawings, the artwork was oh, it's phenomenal. Some of you've ever listened to the Strangest Seeker by Earl Nightingale. You know he had that deep radio voice, that deep raspy. It just drew you into the story. It was amazing. Same way with the illustrations and the the um, voiceover in this audio cassette. It just drew you in. It was enthralling. Just to be able to hear that, I can can almost quote it verbatim to this day, but I'm not going to. I'm going to save you the pain on that one. But what I will say is, I look back through it, and we start off the story of Hordak appearing in the clouds and saying that you're going to pay for turning your back on your teacher. And Skeletor's like, the heck I will. But of course, first things first, his real business is at Castle Grayskull, which, that's nothing new. And then there was a point made in the podcast about well, you know they're outside of the castle. They're not inside of it, and they're pointing out that Hordag is in the in the clouds, but Prince Adam dismisses himself. So he excuses himself. And why would he need to do that if Man at Arms and Orko both know that he is He-Man? Well, my only answer to that is well, I can maybe it wasn't thought thought through by the art and artist and by those who did the book, but what I can say is. Hordak is still overhead. He doesn't know, and they have to play the part. They have to play and allow him to play his role. But that's that's a really um that's really vague, and it's hard to defend that because the very next scene it says Prince Adam rushed from the room and pulled his sword from his scabbard and has the greatest transformation of all. But he ain't in a room. In the drawing, you see him standing on this ridge, almost like a small escarpment as he is transforming into the, the uh, most powerful man in the universe. So were there some issues with it? Yeah, you can identify where there were some little goofs and some tweaks that could have been made. Uh, but nonetheless, still a phenomenal story. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club! Computer solitaire! Huh? <sighs> Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To this day, love talking about that. And really, I didn't think about this when they said that. Yeah, most of the time, that book came with two characters. They come with maybe Grizzlor or uh, He-Man, or Prince Adam. I was like, okay. I don't remember ever getting that with my playset. I had the Fright Zone. That's exactly what they should have done. They should have sold the playset with the audio cassette and the book. Because you can interact every scene in the Fright Zone. I I did that when I was a kid. I took my He-Man, and when he gets to the part about with a mighty leap, he scales the walls of the Fright Zone and gets to the top of the hill, and he is... Um, captured by this tree at the top. And again, if you look at it, the playset doesn't have a whole lot of aspects to it. But it's vividly portrayed in the story. And when I look at that, I go, yeah, that's really what probably should have happened. The only character I can think that was probably appropriate to send with, maybe the Fright Zone, maybe as an addition to it, in addition to this, you get Grizzlord. Because as you know in the story, the guys that are fans of power know exactly what I'm talking about because He-Man is swinging his sword again and again at Grizzler as he races up the stone stairway next to the prison and kicks open the release lever. I'm like, yeah, as an adult you look at it and go, man, that's so cheesy. But it would fit the scene for him to release the lever and open the prison door for Orko to fly out. I wouldn't say add anybody else in this, but I think Grizzlor is befitting because that's exactly who He-Man reaches down and shoves into the prison. One of the best uh, pieces of artwork through the entire book. And the story really ends. Skeletor could have been left behind, but He-Man says himself, I couldn't ignore his pleas. We must always value life, even the life of one who opposes us. Isn't there a lot of truth to that, especially us that have a faith walk? Love your enemies? Doesn't say you have to like them. Sure doesn't say you have to trust them. First thing that comes with that kind of love is patience, isn't it? I'm preaching to the choir, I'm speaking to myself. Might as well be looking straight in the mirror here. But really, thats it's sad that that has come out of the message that's being shared with our kids these days. But it's nice to see that nostalgia is very real to be able to relive some memories from the Refuge Coffee House with some of you and to be able to just think back to that special book of mine which by the way, I missed two pages of it I'll give you the quick story on that too When we moved to our new house that book ended up missing I found the audio cassette but for three years Three years I couldn't find that book anywhere I'd play the audio cassettes and I would miss it so much Finally I was in third grade and we had a garage sale And somewhere in there, in the garage sale, I found in this small play set, it was nothing to do with He-Man, it was something else, maybe like a Tonka set. And inside of that were all these loose pages of my precious book. And I was missing two pages still. So, the law of demand is really playing a game with me. I mean, there's a deficit here. (laughs) that was not being fulfilled until finally the entire thing came out on He-Man.org and then I looked at the picture and I said that's the best you can do with the dragon in this story? It looks so fake so hokey so corny and that was what I waited so long for? Now the depiction of He-Man was fantastic that's what I remembered back in my um, not so vivid memory of this book and what I was missing but man, that dragon just failed to sell. It almost remains a deficit to this day. Doesn't really make up for it because you know. But then, you know, the whole idea is you could you could play that out in the playset by putting the dragon through the hole, and you could have the rock monster hidden in the ground that holds his prey until the da- dragon comes out. It's an awesome idea. They failed to deliver a little bit on that one. And so I walk you through. Making a long story as stream, extremely short as possible as much as I can. There you go. There's a little bit about the refuge coffee house and a little bit about He-Man. But guys, you listened to me earlier about my other plug and you said, Well, I'm not much of a reader. I'm probably not gonna go through thrift books. But maybe you might be interested in some t-shirts. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Five Finger Tees. Five Finger Tees offers a massive selection of movie TV, pop culture inspired and ridiculously funny t-shirts that will not break the bank. Their philosophy is simple. They do all the work for you. From customer service to designing to printing, photography, shipping, website design. They do it all. Five Finger Tees. you can go through. You can find any of your old favorite TV shows. Your old comic book heroes. You're gonna find them on this website by doing this. Five Finger Tees gives you a cust- the customer a great deal without having to sacrifice on any quality. So make sure you go to the description of my podcast. Go to Five Finger Tees. Take a look through. If you're a fan of horror movies, this is your one to go to. If you're interested in comedic shirts that like you're killing me, smalls or the peanut uh, or the peanuts uh, Great Pumpkin Believer T-shirt to Pizza Planet from Toy Story, you can find them on this website and make sure when you get to check out use the promo code 5OFF all one word 5-O-F-F no spaces, all lowercase put that in to get 5% off of your purchase take some time looking through the t-shirts from 5 Finger Tees today now I don't want to get too wound up on this you got a lot of retiring MMA fans you know I always bring my show back to mixed martial arts Vitor is retiring. Rashad Evans is retiring. God bless him for his career. Michael Bisping is retiring. Johnny Hendricks is retiring. Josh Koshtek. It was fun, it was real, but it wasn't real fun in some cases with you, Josh. But nonetheless, you got a lot of guys that are that are leaving from the Zufa days. They're making room for the new guys. They know that their time is up and i wish them well in their the next chapter of their career whatever that might be but pardon me for thinking there's times you don't need to be stepping back in the cage as much as i love to you know again nostalgia is real but nostalgia is becoming a real slap in the face to a lot of true mma fans i just discussed on my last podcast that rampage and Vanderle silva are going at it for number 4 and I've yet to have a good answer why. It's almost like the Vietnam War. You get 20 qu- answers to why you're there and you're still scratching your head wondering why. That's not a shot in the face or a slap in the face or a a cheap shot at anybody that was a veteran from Vietnam. God bless you. Just understand that I'm a veteran talking to you. You deserved a better coming home, but what I'm talking about is the concept. I'm talking about the reason and to this day, it is hard to answer why we we're in Vietnam in just one sentence. It's hard to explain why these MMA fighters are coming back. The only thing I can think of is we have to go back to an NFL perspective. Eight out of ten are broke or bankrupt within two years of leaving the league. They made a minimum of $400,000 a year. I'm just wondering. Because now we've got Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell. Number three. And my question is why. And then i look on some more of these promotions that are being done. And since when, Tito, did you change your gimmick from the Huntington Beach bad boy to the people's champ? I don't follow professional wrestling anymore to these days because, again, we found out that Santa doesn't exist. Sorry to tell you this, but when I look at that, I go... That sounds like Dwayne The Rock Johnson's gimmick. Isn't he the first one to say it? So why are you, Tito, all of a sudden coming in and going, I'm now the people's champ. Since when? You're supposed to be in retirement. By the way, you left your gloves in the cage after your Chael Sonnen fight. Which, by the way, you tapped in that fight, but you left your gloves in the cage just like any NCAA wrestler that leaves their shoes on the mat you're telling everybody this is me riding off into the distance whether I like it or not I'm doing the right thing for the sport and then we're hearing about you trying to weasel your way into the com- uh, the conversation with Fedor and now all of a sudden you and Chuck Liddell have agreed with Golden Boy and Oscar De La Hoya that you're going to have this big promotion Bellator, you're really confusing me. And you're showing me that these two either are too dumb or they are too broke to continue into retirement. And I want to know which one it is. And I'm not sure where I'm going to get my resources from. It might take a few years to figure this one out. As far as Bellator, one particular fight actually has some legitimacy to it. Masassi and Rory McDonald, I'm looking forward to that co-main event. I th- I'll pass on both of these. Tito and Rampage and Vanderlei and Chuck stealing the limelight from the young guy. I- I- I'll pass. I fold my cards. Thanks a lot, Bellator. Maybe we should invest more time into these guys who should have been learning how to be on the mic, learn their public speaking, and know how to carry over their craft into something outside of the cage. I'll give you a great example. Kenny Florian is doing a fantastic job with BattleBots. I don't know if you've been watching him on this TV show, but go check it out sometime. He adds an interesting dynamic to the Discovery Channel's BattleBots. It's really cool to watch him on commentary with the most dangerous elbows from the Zufa days coming in and explaining these different fighting techniques between these robots. It's hard for me to get into a big show like that But Kenny really adds a new flavor to that show. Pull out your notepad, Tito, Chuck, Vanderlay, Rampage. Take some notes and figure it out. Maybe you start your own podcast. Going to Podcast One? I'm not entirely sure, but what I do know, guys, is that we love our dog Marcy. We love her to death. And we know you love your dogs too. So, your favorite blockhead has a little fun, f- final little wrap up, one last little plug to end this podcast tonight. want to talk to you a little bit about True Dog. True Dog exclusively uses premium grade human cuts from U.S. sourced meat. No wheats, no corn, no grains, no sugars, no fillers, chemicals, or byproducts. True Dog foods and snacks have no refined carbohydrates, no added salt, just pure, digestible quality protein that's been seen on nbc cbs abc fox lifetime and the health and wellness channel true dog is formulating with advice and nurturing from leading holistic veterinarians to help dogs live longer happier and healthier lives true dog backs each and every one of their products with an unconditional 60-day money-back guarantee you love it or you get your money back. It's that simple. So, make sure when you get a chance, go check out my link in the description of this podcast for True Dog and see all you can find from snacks to dental to uh, medications, everything you find in here. And you can get all the way up to 70% off of their treats, their supplements, their dental grooming products just for your furry loved ones. It's a lot of fun looking through True Dog. Enjoy yourself, guys. All my links are up at this time. Thank you again, uh, um, fans of Power Podcast. I've enjoyed listening to you guys. This is my shout out to you. And I thank all of you for coming by. Once again, this is your favorite blockhead. Wrapping this one up. We will see you the next time. Peace.